0: Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast-to-coast across the USA, 146 affiliates strong, thanks to all of you in our listening audience. Thank you for joining us today. This is your show, America. We're happy to have you on board. You can also find out more about us if you want to listen to one of these broadcasts on our podcast, which are on the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. We have guests in studio today, so we will not be taking calls, but you can call 877-385-2224. That's 877-385-2224. We're happy to take your calls. We have operators standing by. If you have a question about health care, health insurance, or any related topic, feel free to give us a call. We're more than happy to chat with you. We will get back to you after the broadcast. So, Once again, thank you for joining us. The website is americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you want to go up there and send me an email, if you have a question, send an email. I'll be happy to answer it. There are also videos up there on everything from Medicare uh, to health insurance to the new association plans. Just just issued by the department of labor new regulations that are going to allow us to uh, do association healthcare plans all that's on the website at americashealthcareadvocate.com all right today we've got an unusual show this is kind of out of the box and it has some personal meaning for me uh, and it's something i've wanted to do for some time we have joining us in studio today, Matt Melton, CPA and Wealth Management Advisor with Northwestern Mutual, and Casey Seitz, Financial Advisor at Northwestern Mutual. And the show we're going to do today is on special needs children and adults. Now, the reason that this resonates with me is I have a niece who is a Down syndrome child, um, and so our family uh, understands the issue, um, and it is a significant issue in terms of you know how do you plan for those folks, it, when when you have a family member who is a special needs family member. So, as I said, joining us in studio, Matt Melton uh, and Casey Seitz. Welcome, both of you.
1: Thank you. Thanks, Carrie, for I'm Glad
0: us. We're finally glad to get you guys in here. This has been a little <laughs> while in the making, hasn't it? So we're going to talk about this today. Casey is a specialist. She works specifically in this field uh, with folks that have special needs children and adults. How do you make those plans? How do you plan for their succession? How do you take care of those issues? We're going to dive into all of that today. I think you're going to find this very interesting, uh, especially if you've got a family member or you know somewhere in your extended family someone has this issue. Uh, We're going to really get down to the nitty-gritty today and be able to talk about what you specifically can do. Uh, and how these folks can help you if you're interested. Matt, before we do that, why don't you talk a little bit about the Northwestern Mutual Agency here in town, um, one of the largest agencies in the country, um, a little bit about how big you are here in Kansas City, and then who all you service.
1: Sure. Well, thanks, Carrie. Yeah, here locally in the uh, Kansas City area, we also have a couple other offices out in uh, Wichita, Kansas, also in Springfield, Missouri, uh, Lee Summit, and uh, a couple other offices uh, downtown. And uh, here at Northwestern Mutual, there's about 150 uh, local advisors uh, really trying to provide our uh, business clients and individuals and uh, families with uh, uh, financial independence and trying to reach that financial security based on what their goals and dreams are. And we've been doing that for a very long time under the network of uh, Northwestern Mutual. And here locally, uh, there's about $5 billion dollars of assets under management.
0: You said uh, $5 billion, not $5 million, right? That is correct. So I want, <laughs> yes. I want to make sure the audience heard that. 5B is in billion, folks. Yes, so uh, we are taking care of our clients and
1: really just making sure they're getting uh, towards that financial security, whatever that is for them, and, and meeting those goals.
0: You know, and Northwestern Mutual has a great reputation, actually has a sterling reputation. I've been a policyholder on a whole life health insurance policy for 31 years. So, uh, <laughs> so long before I ever met all of you, um, uh, Northwestern Mutual, uh, you know, does a great job, and I said they, they do have a sterling reputation in this industry. I don't think a lot of people know uh, that Northwestern Mutual actually has a financial planning, financial advisor division, and that's all of what you all do, along with life insurance, long-term care, and all those other things that you do. Yeah,
1: we really believe that a comprehensive financial plan really is the key to. Uh, starting out and getting people on that road to that financial independence. So that's really where we began with all of our uh, individual families and businesses that we work with.
0: So Casey, let's let's talk, let's kind of get into this a little bit. First first of all, you know, uh, when I was sitting with Philip having lunch uh, uh, not so long ago, we were talking about this issue and he told me, well, you know, we've got this advisor uh, downtown. Her name is Casey Seitz and she does, she specializes in, uh, in the issue of dealing with, folks that have children and adults in their family that are special needs children and adults. How did you first get involved in this? And, and this is really kind of a subspecialty in terms of its of the field.
2: It is, yeah, Carrie. So I, I'm first and foremost a special needs mom. So my daughter, Hudson, was born with a brain injury due to complications during labor. So she had oxygen deprivation and global brain damage as a result of that experience. And so at the time that, uh, you know, we were dealing with a lot of her medical terminology and you know trying to figure out how to care for her a few years after i began asking questions to our existing financial advisor at the time who we worked with somebody who was very intelligent here locally but he really didn't specialize in the area of special needs planning and had a lot i had a lot of difficulty getting answers to our questions and so at the time i was in financial services but i wasn't serving clients and Got to thinking, hey, you know, I should find somebody that really is a specialist in this. And lo and behold, I I looked far and wide and there aren't very very many special needs financial planners in the country, really.
0: So you decided. So I decided,
2: yeah, it can't be that hard, right? I'll just go do that. (laughs) surprise. Surprise. (laughs) So, you know, I I joined Northwestern Mutual in 2013, that fall. Um, I had just left my corporate job at the time, and um, here I am today after building a practice for five years.
0: So, you know, this is a very complicated issue. The frustration you met with when when you confronted the issue. um, You know, I've talked with my my niece and her husband about this, um, and it is hard to find some place to go. So what you're doing, I'm assuming— Um, is you're putting all the pieces of the puzzle together, uh, not just for that particular child or adult, but for the whole family and how that all works together?
2: Correct. So really when, when I meet with a family or when we sit down and learn about the family, we, like Matt said, believe in holistic planning, meaning we have to look and see what the parents or the primary caregivers are in need of and what their goals are first, because if we can't satisfy their needs and make sure they're taken care of, then it's very difficult to also take care of the dependent long term. So we really bring to the table three key professionals, and that's an estate planning attorney that has expertise in special needs planning, a financial advisor, a.k.a. us, who uh, has an interest in making sure that all the pieces are put together, because you're right, it is very complex. And then the third person is a benefits expert, so somebody who understands how to navigate government benefits at a state, local, <laughs> and federal level, which, oh boy. you know, that is a... <laughs> That could be its own uh, yes, show. Yes,
0: indeed. Uh, to say the least, <laughs> yeah, navigating government health care right. and benefits. What, it, what, yeah. So, 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 so making sure all of it, those three people are So it's are basically team. a team.
2: Mm-hmm, very much. And, Absolutely. And that's
0: what you're trying to accomplish. Very much. You know, it's interesting. we're going to go to break real quick, Matt, but I got to tell you, um, when we talk about um, uh, attorneys, um, I attended one of your seminars uh, at Hallbrook and met Mindy Ward. Mindy Ward has gone back and read on our whole... <laughs> trust and estate planning documents did a fantastic job um and somebody that really understands how to do it and we had we had a good attorney before but she had a little more depth i was i was pretty impressed with what i learned at that particular lunch seminar for her and she really turned out to be a real uh, a real plus for us in terms of getting our documentation pulled together and, and doing it the right way.
1: Yeah, that's great. It's good to get that checked off the, the to-do list and make sure it's done right and then you can just move on after that.
0: Yeah, and and again, you know, that that, that, that that's all part of the puzzle You know, mm-hmm. when, when you're trying to put something like this together, Casey. And, and it sounds to me like what you've pulled together here, we're going to get into this as we move forward with the show today, is, is putting that team together that gives people the opportunity to do what they need to do in terms of having peace of mind Mm -hmm. That when they're no longer here, somebody's going to be able to take care of that particular child or that child is an adult at that point. Yes,
2: absolutely. I I think it's very important. First, (laughs) as a mom, you know, it's complex navigating medical terminology when you're first diagnosed or you have a child diagnosed with something. But my goal is to create a very smooth and simple client experience so we can help guide the family in building that team for them.
0: So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how you create a vision for a loved one's care. We're going to get into the topic. We're going to start talking about the nuts and bolts of this and how you can do this. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more after the break. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. You got a question, send me an email. Get a couple of hundred today so I don't answer each one of them the same day, but I do answer each and every one of them. Once again, it's americashealthcareadvocate.com. Our producer, the always perfect, Mr. Ron Moore. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. Coming up in this segment, we're going to continue this conversation with Casey Seitz, Financial Advisor in Northwestern Mutual, and Matt Melton, CPA, Wealth Management Advisor at Northwestern Mutual. We are talking about special needs children and special needs adults. What happens when you're no longer here? They're here. You're gone, okay? It, you know, it is an issue. As I said, you know, we have a, a special needs child in my family. She is uh, my niece. Uh, and, and it's, it, it's an issue we've all discussed. It's an issue that, you know, I've talked with, the, with the parents about, um, and, and there are a lot of complications and, and just how do you provide? So that's what we're talking about today. Uh, Casey is a specialist in this area. She's also a special needs mom. So she really has a different perspective on this probably than a lot of other people do. So you know i I went out i said i used the tagline create a vision for your loved one's care because that's in kind of in your talking points that i got and i really like that um creating a vision for your loved one's care so why don't you talk about what does that mean Mm -hmm. what is that all about to create a vision for a loved one's care
2: right so you know when dan and i had the thought, oh my gosh, someday we're going to pass away, which I don't think many young people think about every day. But when you have a child with significant medical needs or even with some special needs like our daughter, Hudson, that becomes a very fearful and scary, sometimes very emotional um, thought. So creating the vision is probably the most important aspect to this planning. And really, it's something that mom and dad need to sit down and chat with the family about uh, and and likewise, creating the vision can also be carry the most challenging for for some families. Um, there have been many times when Matt and I have sat down with a family, and we have to kind of guide them through that process and ask. Sometimes difficult questions.
0: What it's a difficult topic.
2: It is. Where where does Hudson go when Dan and I, if we don't come home and have a car accident tomorrow?
0: And you know, it's funny you said that because I was listening to you. You were talking about young people not thinking about death. Those of us that are chronologically challenged think you know, a little <laughs> more. Having so you're looking at me, Matt. Uh, <laughs> having said that, but but th- that is an interesting point. You know, it, it, what happens if you're in an automobile accident and if you're killed? Right. Okay. And yet, your child isn't. Your child and, is not with you at that time, right. or whatever the case may be. So that is something people have to think about.
2: It is, and I think it brings up a lot of emotion for both maybe even grandparents, uh, extended family members, because usually those are the first people who would want to offer care to that child who is you know, existing or left behind.
0: Yeah, but who handles the financial side of that and right. who handles the government side of that and all the other pieces that go into that right. when you drop that on somebody? Yeah, and uh, that's why the
2: conversation has to happen. Okay. I, you know, we wouldn't leave Hudson to somebody just as a surprise. You know, her 24-7 care, we have nursing at home, she has a G-tube, she's nonverbal. You don't just put that in a document and drop her on somebody's doorstep. No. Um. And likewise, if we didn't have an estate plan most families don't know this, but if you don't have an estate plan guiding uh, legally where you want your children to go, especially if they're minors, then they go into state custody immediately. I knew
0: you were going to say that. That's mm-hmm. scarcely living hell out of well, me. Well, Hudson even would thinking not. About yeah, that. Hudson I'm would not
2: survive thing. in foster care. The last
0: place you want a child to go is into state care, into a foster care system mm-hmm. with special needs. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to think about what that right. would look like.
1: Well, that's why those conversations are so important, and just to go through all those different scenarios. No one likes to talk about death or disability especially in the family setting. So to have those in-depth conversations, figure out what the family wants to do, whether they're here or not, and then to make sure that those wishes are really kind of written down. And, and if something were to happen, that there is that plan. Again, we go back to that plan, but that plan starts with those conversations to make sure that the wishes of the family are really taken care of.
0: So, so, so Casey, when you say create a vision, it's really create a vision with a plan.
2: Totally. Where where would you want them to live? What is their ideal environment? What do they like doing socially? You know, if we have a, a an adult with special needs, where do they work? Do they want to stay working there? We've had family conversations where uh, siblings are living out of state. Well, if if you are then dedicating caregiving to that sibling after you're gone, that child with special needs has to not only move and lose their entire life, which they've built and most kids or adults with special needs don't like change. Oh even, no! Even no, more, no. you know, challenging than I've seen that. Us. In our family. Yeah. yeah. But also now we're talking about changing state benefits, which is a whole other Oprah. Okay. You know, so so we want that plan to be thought through in a very detailed manner, and the first way we do that is by talking with the parents or the family about documenting this vision. What does that look like?
0: So, and then Matt, I'm assuming. You know, when, when you're talking about this, so now we're, we're talking maybe about a five-year-old, 10-year-old child, whatever the case may be. What happens when that child's 20? What happens when that child's 25 years old? Okay. And they're no longer a child. How, how 25, how does, 40, I mean, it how, goes how, through their whole
1: life. Right. So. so
0: how does the adult part of that work? How do you figure that out?
1: Well, again, you know, one thing we also talk about is to kind of picture the daily life. Mm-hmm. What's going on day to day and try to picture that for the family members. And that's also important just to say, you know, what's going to be happening for, um, again, a job or transportation or whatever those uh, needs may be. What does that daily life look like? And try to picture that for the family. And then that tends to help with those conversations,
0: too. So and we're going to get into this in more detail when we get into the next segment because we have a lot more time. But you curious, you know, so there are all these pieces but from a financial standpoint especially if they're a young family, they probably don't have a lot of financial resources. Right. So are there life insurance plans available for special needs children that can be purchased?
2: Absolutely. I mean, I, I would say that the most of the time we're creating those life insurance plans to, for the benefit of the Correct. child with special needs, not necessarily putting the life insurance on that individual with special needs. Although... Okay. Children with Down syndrome can get life insurance. I didn't know that. That's yeah. very interesting. We, we may not be able to do it with Northwestern Mutual, but we can do it with other carriers. So okay. there, there are some options there. Um, kids who have autism are on the spectrum. Sometimes we can get some insurance policies for them as well. It just depends. So you have to look at that. Now, my daughter is uninsurable, right? She has right. a lot of complex needs that it, there's no way she's going to get any kind of life insurance. So. Um, We we do the planning for the parents, and we do that through evaluating, just like we would if you were purchasing at a young age some term insurance, Right. you know, how much do you need and what is it for? A portion of that is going to be for the long-term planning or care of the child or adult with special needs.
0: And that's all laid out in the document so Mm -hmm. that that, you know, it's there and it can't be tampered with or abused or used by anybody else for purposes they're not supposed to use it for.
2: Correct. And that's where we start talking about the special needs trust. And we can we can go into some more detail and about That's why
1: that. the attorney and the legal documents are so important to have a qualified attorney uh, be there along the way to make sure that those wishes are going to be handled um, from a legal aspect.
0: So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about that. We're going to get down to the nuts and bolts of how you actually put that together. How do they do this and how does it work? If you have questions, maybe this is your family, maybe it's somebody at church, Maybe it's an extended family member, 913-748-0600, 913-748-0600. Kim Brown's the lady that's going to answer the phone. She'll be happy to chat with you and get you in touch with Casey. Her email, if you want to email her directly, is Casey, K-A-C-Y dot sites, S-E-I-T-Z at N-M. That's from NorthwesternMutual.com. Casey.sites at NM.com. If you want to email her after today's broadcast, stay tuned. I'll be right back after the break with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast-to-coast across the Fruited Plain here on the H.I. Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you've got questions, send me an email. I'll be happy to answer it. Our producer, Mr. Ron Moore, I'm your host, Kerry Hall. We're going to continue this conversation. We're talking about special needs children and special needs adults. If you've got this situation in your family, I'm sure this resonates with you. You know, if you've got a friend at church, if you've got extended family members, someone you know who's dealing with this issue, it is a very complicated issue. Uh, We're fortunate to have in studio with us uh, Casey Seitz, financial advisor Northwestern Mutual, and a special needs mother, and Mount Melton CPA, wealth management advisor. They work together as a team, Like I said, it's a complicated issue. You've heard us go through some of this. We're going to do a lot more of this segment. But if you want help, maybe you just want to find out how do we get started. 913-748-0600. 913-748-0600. 913-748-0600. The charming Kim Brown will answer that phone. She'll be happy to put you in touch with these folks and get you an appointment to chat with them if you want some information. You want to email Casey directly. It's kacy.sites, S-E-I-T-Z at nm.com, Casey.sites at nm.com. If you want to email her, um, she'll be happy to chat with you as well. All right. Let's talk about this. Let's start with this, develop a letter of intent. What is that? And is that like the first piece that you start with?
2: Mm -hmm. So a letter of intent is not necessarily a legal document. Right. But it is the set of instructions that mom and dad know how to care for their child that you and I probably don't know about. Right. So it's obviously going to list out medical providers, prescriptions and dosages, uh, different physicians or therapists that that child sees. But it's also going to get a, give a lot of qualitative information about the care, things that most people other than mom and dad may not know. For example, Hudson has a vision impairment, and so she loves watching fireworks. But if you take her to a fireworks show where there's really loud booms and noises, it causes seizures. Wow. So we don't want that. No. So we'd rather you just put her in front of a big screen TV and watch the fireworks display on the TV. Right. So we would put that in the letter of intent. I have another child that we work with. He's on the autism spectrum. And only mom and dad know this, but he takes his medication at night and you must give him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with it or he will not take the medication.
0: That's amazing. I mean, the level of detail. So you got to
2: know that. that.
0: I know, but it's you know, I'm just thinking about if you didn't know that and you're trying to give the child the medication and the child's not going to take it, you're going to have a major problem on your hands. So mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're being very specific to that person right. and their needs.
2: Right. Absolutely. So, so there's another kiddo that I, I work with and uh, he also has Down syndrome. He must have a chili dog and a Mountain Dew for lunch every day. <laughs> If you a don't do that, Mountain Dew. he will be very unhappy and difficult to deal <laughs> Holy with. Holy
0: cow. So, so you okay. know,
2: things like if, if we don't have an estate plan, um, the estate plan is going to give you all the legal documents, of course, but the letter of intent is really the um, the, the coloring in of the lines. It gives. That's,
0: that's well put. That's, yeah, it, that's gi- a great... it gives the
2: people who are taking over the care just a very nice instruction manual on how to give that child the best quality of life and not change too much about their routine, if possible.
1: And that's why it's so important, because, I mean, how would you know? Oh, my God. I mean, you would have Seriously, no a idea. chili dog and Mountain Dew? Right? I mean, there's yeah. no way. So that's why having that letter of intent with those really detailed instructions is just so important, I mean, because you would not have any idea, you know, what was going on or why this was happening. And it's really the parents and the caregivers and those really closest that that have that information. And to transfer that information... Which we prefer to do that on a written document that we then share and update because, you know, things change. Mm -hmm. The kids change. The adults change. The family changes. And so it's kind of a living document that can continue to be updated. And then everyone, you know, is in the know, so to speak
0: yeah so if we move from chili dogs to cheeseburgers you you you, you document to, that <laughs> it's an important thing <laughs> yeah to it's a big deal i you know it's funny i'm sitting here and it's humorous but i would have never thought of that in a million years mm-hmm. okay and i know uh, for instance you know small changes there, there were some changes with piper um where they changed teachers on her at school and it did not go well for mm-hmm. probably four months
2: mm-hmm.
0: um trying to get her acclimated to a new teacher so i mean it seems simple, but it wasn't simple. Mm-hmm. It was a real problem. So that's interesting. All right, so let, let's talk a little bit about, so, so you're putting these pieces together. You've got a financial piece. You've got this letter of intent. How does this, how, and I know from experience with, with, with my family that this issue with the government programs, how, how do you continue that and what, what are we talking about there and how all that comes together?
2: So, Matt and I work with a government benefits expert. And this is sometimes this can be multiple people. so we we will bring together uh, the most appropriate team for the family. But generally, this is a, a person or a group of individuals that know what benefits, state, local, and federal, the family has eligibility for. And then also, uh, we want that government benefits expert to create what's called a cost plan. So, Carrie, if, if you or if uh, your um, niece's parents were to pass away, we know exactly what kind of care they're providing and how to cost that out. In other words, I'm taking Hudson to physical therapy or my husband is. We don't charge her to take her to physical therapy. But if we're not here, somebody's going to have to be paid to do that. Right. So that's not something that's provided in government benefits, but it's still a cost. So they have to also come up with the cost net of the benefits that that child or adult is receiving, which is then where Matt and I come in and we take that annual net cost and say, okay, how do we build a financial plan that we can appropriately fund the Special Needs Trust?
0: So go back to something you said earlier. This is interesting. Because families today, I mean, we've got, we've got children in, in, in California. We've got children in Florida. Um, you know, families today are not always in the same place. So mm-hmm. now let's have that discussion about government, uh, involvement and, 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 and those needs and those programs. And let's move it to Texas or let's move it to California. How, how, because that's where that person that has agreed to take over the mm-hmm. management of this child or person's life right. lives. Right. How, how do you, or, so how do we make that transition?
2: So it's exactly that. And usually it's a pretty um, lengthy process. So each benefit, whether it's Medicaid, SSI, or any kind of local programs are all administered at the state level, meaning the state government in which you reside are the people and the folks that are giving you approvals and management of those different benefits. So if you move from state to state, and I just had this come up this week, have a family in western Kansas that wants to move and retire at Table Rock Lake in Missouri. Yep. Okay, so how do we transfer benefits? There's really not a transfer. It's you end them in Kansas and, and you reapply in Missouri. In Missouri. Right. right. And so in Missouri, by their state law and regulations, they say you have to have residency for at least six months before we will ever look at you being approved, for example, a, TA, a Medicaid waiver or traditional Medicaid for that child.
0: So now you're in a situation where you got six months of no benefits.
2: And you're either private paying or we are looking at different options in Kansas of where the family can stay or the child stays behind. So, there, there, yes, there is a lot to think about if we are moving state to state. Now, not every state is like that. Sometimes you can move to a state and a child is instantly approved for benefits upon you know, immediate address or legal residence. It's
0: complicated, Matt.
1: But you have to be prepared. When you're moving states, you have to know the rules and, you know, prepare for that. And just like Casey's talking about, you know, just the move and who stays behind or how, how that move is going to take place and to make sure that those benefits are there's some continuation of those benefits to help the family. Or if there's some gap there, again, plan for that financially so you can take care of, you know, the income
0: needs so from, you know you mentioned medicaid health insurance for these children um now if they're on you know if the if the parents have got a group health insurance policy and the child's insured it, it's taken care of if that goes away all right, now we're faced with they don't there's a new caregiver here in the, or wherever okay they're you're not going to be able to get health insurance for that child um typically so Correct. so, how, so so now we're stuck with Medicaid?
2: Well, and, and I, I would rephrase a couple of things you said. It's not about if the primary health insurance goes away. It's usually about when. Yes. Because well, many health insurance providers end their coverage for any dependent at age 26. Now, correct. some will continue it for children with special needs, but not all. Yeah. Um. The The second piece to your question is... Stuck with Medicaid. Medicaid becomes an extremely important piece of the planning for these kids. And I and, and typically uh, it, it's a stereotypical for the lower income or those in poverty. But for children with special needs, it becomes extremely uh, valuable.
0: Okay. We're going to come back after break. We'll talk a little more about that and we'll get into some of the other issues. If you want help, 913-748-0600, 913-748-0600. That is a direct line to Northwestern Mutual. The lovely Kim Brown will take your call and she'll be happy to put you in touch with these folks. Or you can reach Casey at casey.sites at nm.com sites at nm.com stay tuned we'll be right back after the break with more you're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting coast to coast across the USA stay tuned we'll be right back Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast-to-coast across the USA. My producer, Mr. Ron Moore, I'm your host, Carrie Hall. If you want to reach out to Casey Sites, you can do that at 913 748 913 748 If you've got a family member, extended family members, maybe somebody at church, whatever the case may be, they're happy to help you. Her, her email address is Casey, K-A-C-Y dot S-E-I-T-Z at N M. .com, Casey sites at NM.com. They're happy to chat with you. Um, if you're facing this issue, someone in your family is facing it, or maybe it's a friend, an extended family member, whatever the case may be, they're specialists at this. They really get it, and they know what they're doing. All right, Matt, <laughs> let's talk about, um, the, you know, protecting the, this child or this adult a, as we move forward here.
1: Right. Well, you know, Carrie, as we put together this team to take care of uh, all the planning needs, um, you know, you've got the... Uh, the attorney, the financial advisor, uh, the benefits expert, and there, you know, there's many other individuals that are helping, you know, us through this process. But the biggest thing is to make sure that we're protecting those benefits for that. Individual. Those being the government benefits. That's correct. State,
0: local, and federal. Yeah, okay. to
1: protect those benefits. That is so important. You know, for individuals with uh, disabilities, they can only have two thousand dollars really at any given time. To remain eligible for those benefits.
0: Are you serious? Mm-hmm.
1: Two thousand dollars. We have such a generous government. <laughs> really? So you see the importance with that. I mean, protecting those benefits, and that doesn't mean just. I mean, from the financial advisory part, but from the uh, from the attorney and the legal documents, you have to protect those benefits. So
0: how how in the name of God do you do
1: that? Well, it's all about the planning and getting the team together. So when we talk about uh, the legal aspects. And you talk about the attorneys. We already talked about uh, in changing states and all the different rules and laws and regulations that come with your res- you know, your resident state changes. So it is very important to get a qualified attorney, an estate planning attorney, but one that deals specifically with special needs. Because one of the planning tools that is used uh, commonly is uh, what we call a special needs trust. Okay. To make sure that that special needs trust is set up And not only set up, but is it funded? We find a lot of times that when we meet with families that they have done a lot of the legal documents and have put those together, but that trust may not be funded.
2: Well, it's
0: not going to be much good if it doesn't have any money in it. it, it Well, and the bigger
2: question is how much. Okay. How much needs to go into it, right? Right. And that goes right back to the vision. from,
0: From today to 10 years from now is what you're talking about, Yes.
2: Well, until that child passes Correct. away. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: mm-hmm. in other words, it's not just what it's going to be today. What is it going to be 10 years from Correct. now? What is it going to be 20 years from now? Whatever the case is. On and on, be. right. Right.
1: So, so again, and then, and protecting those benefits, you've got the trust planning, the financial advising, and then you also have that benefits expert as, you know, these rules change. You know, mm-hmm. something's going to change. If you've got um, a family that has a special needs child that's one years old, and, I mean, just think of the years and all the changes that may occur over that child's lifetime.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, the government, these government programs are constantly being, you know, manipulated, changed depending on, you know, who's in power and who's passing legislation and all the rest of it. And, and you're talking about three levels of benefits, local benefits, mm-hmm. state benefits, and federal benefits. Correct. I'm, <laughs> you know, I, I thought health insurance was bad compared to, you know the, the, you know, the level of complication here must be, I don't even want to think.
2: Yeah, there was a recent study done uh, nationally by an independent um, research organization, and they surveyed over 10,000 special needs families across the country. And one of the number one concerns beyond, you know, I'm fearful when I die, what happens to my child? But one of the biggest concerns was, how do I find all this information? Almost 80 percent of the parents said, I have no idea where to go to navigate the government benefits just as its own topic let alone all the other things we've been talking about
0: yeah I can't even imagine I mean I you know <laughs> you, you, it's it's hard enough trying to explain how to navigate Medicare okay on a government website or or are now famous Obamacare on a government website I can't imagine <laughs> what navigating this three different pieces to the puzzle must be like I mm-hmm. mean it's got to be incredibly difficult so having this team becomes critically important
2: it, it is. It's very important. i got to ask very
0: you, just, I, 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 just out of curiosity, how, what's the percentage of, would you guess, um, uh, of families that actually have all of this in place that have special needs children or special needs adults?
2: Well, Carrie, I have clients in 26 states, and I've yet to meet a family that has every single box checked.
0: Wow. that That's remarkable. I'm working
2: with a family out of Pennsylvania right now who has a $20 million net worth. And we, there's a lot that has not been done.
0: So, and and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make any difference how much money you have or how much money you don't have. If you haven't got the planning done, it's irrelevant, Correct. right? It doesn't matter. Correct. Yeah. Got to have a plan. So, so we're, we're wrapping it up here, but so kind of go back over just some basic pieces that are takeaways for people on this.
2: So you need three people at the table, the estate planning attorney, and we can refer you to some here locally if you're in Kansas or Missouri. Another good resource is the specialneedsalliance.org. It's a nonprofit that allows uh, you to find attorneys in your area. Uh, Number two, you need a financial advisor, ideally somebody who is very entrenched in the special needs community. Um, I'll toot my own horn. I'm a mom. I get it. I'm sitting on your side of the table. And then third is the benefits expert. Right. And, and really maximizing what we can provide for that child long term, but also then creating the cost plan for the special needs trust. So, you know how to fund the special needs trust and what exactly is going into it over time.
0: And you don't have to be a millionaire, Matt, to get this thing started. Right. I mean, that's not what we're looking at here. We're looking at you've got to start somewhere. Right. Right. And it starts with that conversation.
1: It right. starts with those questions. That is the most important thing.
0: And putting that letter of
1: intent together. That's where it all starts.
0: Thank you both for doing this. Today. I think we're probably going to have to do a couple more of these because this is a complicated topic. It really is. Thank you, Casey. Thank you, Matt. For coming. thanks thank for, having you us. for having us. You know, you heard her say she's dealing with people all over the country. So one of the nice things about the Northwestern Mutual folks is I don't care. As you know, this show runs on 146 stations all over the country. So if you're listening to me in New Mexico or California, or you're listening to me in Paducah, Kentucky, or it's, or Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, you can pick up the phone and call these folks. She works with people all over the country. They're happy to help you and they know what they're doing. Uh, her phone number, 913 748 913 748 or her email is Casey K-A-C-Y dot sites, S-E-I-T-Z at com Casey sites at com. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. And now I leave you with this thought from Albert Einstein. The one who follows the crowd will usually get no further than the crowd. The one who walks alone is likely to find himself in places no one has ever been. Remember, friends, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America.